T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. Hour number two of the huddle coming at you right now on WCCO Radio. Great to have you with us. It is Super Bowl Sunday. If you missed any of our first hour, we had a great conversation with Larry Day, who does security for the San Francisco 49ers. That's up on your podcast now. You can get it on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk more Super Bowl in a little bit, but we're going to take and start this second hour on the college football scene. And P.J. Fleck reassuring everyone that he will be with the University of Minnesota for the 2024 season. Took time out from his wedding anniversary trip this week, uh, yesterday, to tweet at 6.04 p.m., honored to be the head football coach at Minnesota, ready for an elite 2024 season. Now, back to our wedding anniversary trip. Hashtag row the boat. Hashtag I don't know what hyper means. Uh, hashtag sky. I can't remember that one. And then there's a, <laughs> and then there's a boat and a gopher. I mean, that's an elite tweet. That is. <laughs> uh, really interesting that his name comes up again. And and correct me if I'm wrong, because and I'm sure people out there will. But I feel like when Chip Kelly took over at UCLA, there was also a PJ Fleck is being. At, you know, be, is in the rumor mill for this. Uh-huh. <laughs> and this happens, you know, regularly for him. He is a very polarizing guy. Like him or not on the field, you can't really argue that he's elevated the profile of the University of Minnesota football program. There's just, there is no argument there. But what's really interesting to me is that as I as you look at this job at UCLA, as Chip Kelly leaves there to go be – the is it the offense coordinator or the defensive coordinator? Offensive coordinator, offensive Ohio State. Coordinator, yeah. So he leads. He leaves a head coaching position at UCLA to go be an offensive coordinator at Ohio State. And I started looking at this and thinking about it, and it's the first time I think that I can remember that I thought, I don't think that's a a move up to go from Minnesota to UCLA. When when you look at what this team has been dealing with, it, it is in a huge market where there are tons of options for star power, mm-hmm. which I think has affected and, and has affected what they can do with NIL because you don't really have to get UCLA's star quarterback to, to be a spokesman for you. There's any number of other options. You know, when you when you look at Minnesota, there's not a ton of options if you want a, a high-level football player. Or, you know, a quarterback. It's mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins, and then you're kind of, you know, you're looking elsewhere 
if you're not going to go Vikings. University of Minnesota is, is the second kind of the second tier for that. In L.A., I mean, forget it. You've got so many options of sports, of, of levels, of everything. And, and it's making it for – that is also making it a tougher job to recruit to, I think, to, to try to tell guys, hey, come to L.A. We've all, there's all sorts of money here. But, by the way, you're not going to get a piece of the pie. And I think it's one of the many reasons, Pete, why I think the NIL is really changing college football. And, and nowhere is this more apparent now than when your head coach leaves, stays in conference, because UCLA is going to be in the Big Ten now, yep. to go to Ohio State as an offensive coordinator. It's one of the strangest moves that I've seen in quite a while. And, and Chip Kelly, let's remember, he's kind of the guy that really started this whole I won't say he started the run and gun, but he sped up college football, right? I mean, when he was at Oregon and what they were able to accomplish there because of the kind of offense that he was trying to run there and did a great job doing it, had his opportunity at the NFL level, didn't work. He's far more a college coach than he is an NFL-style coach. He got this job at UCLA. You know, he they didn't do so bad. Last year they were 8-5. and five. I'm not saying they, they had a great season or anything. I think it's still a great job, though, Dave. And, and, and the reason I say that is, and I, I understand everything you were saying, but it's still UCLA. I mean, Los Angeles still has that something to it, I, I think, for a lot of kids that get recruited there. And I'm not just talking about basketball. I'm talking mm-hmm. about football as well. And I think, I think it's a really interesting spot. Now, does it, does it go to a guy? Do you go back and go with somebody who's been in the Pac-12 in the past? I know I know they're going to be in the Big Ten, but a David Shaw? Do you go with some of these other guys that are maybe not even head coaches yet, but they they kind of fit into what you're trying to accomplish at UCLA? I can understand why PJ's name would be in there, but I would also say PJ's got an incredible agent. <laughs> yes, <laughs> to say the yeah. very least. <laughs> Absolutely. And, 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 you know, it is what it is. I mean, that's, that's all part of this whole process is does your agent do the right thing to put you in the right spot to maybe get you a little bit more money into the future? I'll tell you what I don't understand. And you were, you were talking about NIL. If I was the, the athletic director at UCLA, are you kidding me that I couldn't figure out a way to get the NIL money to UCLA to be able to get the players that we need to get there to compete in the big 10 next year. I, I, I just, it just fails me that uh, that that's the case. I I think whether you USC, UCLA, Stanford, Cal, whoever you are, you should be able to do it. And I think that the guys that aren't able to do it are, are making excuses because that, that is, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And I'll even point to our own school of the university of Minnesota, where We've got all these Fortune 500 companies that are not too many miles away from the core of, of the University of Minnesota campus, uh, and we haven't been able to tap into that either. So I think that as long as we're in this world of NIL and all this money that's that's flowing around, to be competitive, you've got to get competitive there first. And that attracts the kids with the portal and with all the recruiting and everything else that goes with it. Um, and maybe you have a chance of holding on to them even if they're having success <laughs> where they don't decide to jump from the university of Minnesota and uh, Hey, I'm going to go to Oregon or I'm going to go to this school or that school. Right. It's, it's a tough thing, Dave. It, I, I understand it. College sports has changed in two years faster than I have ever seen anything get accomplished at that level. And it's all of college sports, not just football. But I think when you think about UCLA, you think basketball, you think about football and, and they were always a power and they aren't a power in this generation. 
They're and not. They should be. <laughs> yeah, they're not at all. But they should be. I really honestly believe that. They should be able to recruit. It's a great academic institution, one of the best in the entire country for a public school. They, they literally have kind of everything. They just have to figure out, all right, with our coach, do we have the means? Do we have the money? And they don't right now, but they can get it, and they should be able to get it. They don't have it. I was reading this article right. in Yahoo Sports. Yeah. Over the last five years, I imagine you probably saw the same one, that the UCLA Athletic Department has posted deficits of $36 million in 2023, $28 million in 2022, $62.5 million in 2021. Now that's COVID. Uh-huh. $21.7 million in 2020 and $18.9 million in 2019, prompting them to leave uh, to go to the Big Ten where they were promised some bigger payouts. Mm-hmm. And probably a lot of that is because of, as you said, what hap- what's happened to the Pac-10, Pac-12, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it now. Yeah. Uh, it, I, and I don't really think, I'm with you, I don't think P.J. Fleck was ever really an option uh, for that. I do think that was probably an agent thing. However... From a UCLA standpoint, getting a guy with his persona and his bravado and and charisma to a market like L.A., holy cow. Mm -hmm. From a marketing standpoint, and I'm not even talking football. I'm talking from a marketing standpoint, P.J. Fleck in Los Angeles at UCLA is a home run, baby. (laughs) I mean... That guy's everywhere, and in the biggest media market, why not? But now, then you you may also come back and say, well, is this the best coaching move? I, I, I don't know that, you know, you and I have talked quite a bit, all of us have at length on this show, about some of the issues that we've, we've got with P.J. Fleck. But from a pure marketing standpoint, mm-hmm. P.J. takes L.A. Would, would be pretty dang interesting. I think it would be, too, because he's that young guy, and UCLA has always kind of kind of catered to that sort of a look as their head coach, right? Especially for football. They're looking, they're looking for that young guy, that guy that, that has that charisma and all that. And, and PJ fits a lot of that, to be honest with you. I'll tell you the other problem they've got is they made the decision years ago. They're going to go play at the Rose bowl. And anybody who's ever been out to Los Angeles, first of all, we all know that they have traffic is always bad. Just yes. always is, but the Rose bowls nowhere near the campus uh, for people who don't know that. And it, and it's something that the university of Minnesota had to deal with when we went and it was not even that far, but going across to Mississippi to going into the dome back when I was playing, it really did hurt the crowds to some degree. I mean, we, we had some great crowds. Don't get me wrong, but when the, when the team wasn't doing as well and, and the novelty of the dome started to wear off a little bit, um, I think that's why they decided to return back to the university campus to put that football stadium where they did. And that was a great move when they did that. But you, you look at UCLA, uh, take a look sometime at how many, how many people are in the stands of a UCLA football game, yeah. and you'll be shocked because yeah. the Rose Bowl holds close to 100,000, and they are not anywhere near that number. Yeah. Well, it is Super Bowl Sunday. We're going to go back into some football coming up next. We'll talk about the gambling world of football. Yes, they gamble in football. We'll talk about that next. Kate Constable is the host of BetQLU in the action on Odyssey. We'll talk to her coming up next on The Huddle. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to the huddle. The Super Bowl is the probably the largest gambling event of the year when it comes to sports gambling. By the way, gambling not legal in here in Minnesota, but our signal does go to places that it is. So we do think that it's interesting to talk about. It. And of course, a lot of people participate in daily fantasy football as well. Kate Constable is the host of The Better Angle, Saturdays, 4 to 7 Eastern Time on BetQL app, on Odyssey as well, and she joins us this morning. Kate, I am watching the line. We're watching the line from the Super Bowl, and it is such – it's almost shrinking as as, as we get closer to game time. Why is it that this game is becoming one of the smaller lines that we've had over the history of the Super Bowl? Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, That's a good question, Dave. I think a lot of it has to do with the futures market, and a lot of people had tickets earlier in the season on the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. So the books Mm. have to balance that a little bit, which is why you get the Chiefs as an underdog in this one. And now that we're getting closer to kickoff, more money is coming in on the Chiefs, which has been pushing that line down um, in favor of Kansas City. So you're going from where it was earlier in the week at two, two and a half, down to one and a half, uh, because the books have to kind of try and even that out. More money earlier on the 49ers, more money late coming in on the Kansas City Chiefs. So they have to even that, which moves the line down. Kate, I always find myself, and, and, and thank you for joining us, I, I always find myself looking at, at these numbers and everything else, but for me, what, what's always interesting is just even just looking at and not even participating a lot of the time, but the prop bets, are they're, they're just so crazy, and they're, they're, it, but it makes it kind of interesting and sort of fun. Like, uh, I was just wondering, is that part of what you love, or do you love the, the game part, or is it, or is it both? Because I, I know, like, for instance, one crazy bet is that the, the first Vegas landmark is going to be seen. What is it? <laughs> is it the sphere? Is it yep. the welcome to Las Vegas sign? What is it? You know, I think that stuff is kind of fun, actually, to kick around. Oh, that stuff is so fun. And during the Super Bowl or the big game, rather, um, I look at props a ton and the novelty props. I mean, I'm having a Super Bowl party later this afternoon. A lot of people who don't bet on sports regularly, but they want some action in this game. And so that's a market that um, people can just put a couple dollars on and have fun with. You know, the Gatorade color. How long is the national anthem? Will it go over or under a certain amount? Um, Like you said, the sphere being the first landmark, that one is heavily juiced. So that is uh, uh, the favorite to win that one. 
those are really fun. During the regular season, I bet a lot of sides and totals and more of like the, the real game um, numbers versus props. But for this for this big game, you have to bet a lot of the props just to make it interesting and fun for yourself. <laughs> Kate Costable joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline, hosting uh, the Better Edge on the Odyssey app. And, and by the way, we should say, Kate, a Minnesota native, yeah. went to Minnetonka High School. Before we get back into talking about some of these locks that we want to try to hit today, <laughs> tell people your path to getting where you are today in Chicago. <laughs> well, my path started with uh, Dave Schwartz. <laughs> oh, you didn't have to say that. <laughs> it did. It did. No, uh, I went to the University of Iowa. I think it was my junior going into my senior year, and I interned with Dave at mm-hmm. CARE 11 when he was there. And um, I, I mean, I, I wanted to, like, come on here and say something funny, Dave. Like, you were really hard Despite that, you still, you still had a career ahead of you? <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. But, no, uh, you were a wonderful boss, great teacher. You know, you've helped me out a ton throughout my career. Uh, I bounced around a lot. I started in local TV in Austin, Minnesota at KAAL, got out of TV, moved to Chicago, did a little PR work, and now I've found my way back into some TV radio on the gambling side. So it's been a it's been an up-and-down career, but it's been really fun, and it all started with Dave Schwartz. Oh, my and, gosh. And, and Kate, you still you, succeeded. Yeah. <laughs> She's still moving forward. That's good. <laughs> Kate, were you were you a sports kid out there in Minnetonka and all that type of thing, or or what really drew you to this whole thing? Yeah, no, I, I played basketball. That was my main sport. I mean, growing up, I played pretty much everything under the sun. But once I got into high school, really focused on basketball. Uh, played for Minnetonka High School, did the whole AAU circuit, and then uh, wasn't quite good enough to play in college, so I decided just to cover the sport um, mm-hmm. in college, and then got into gambling as a way of learning more about teams and players and just, you know, when you have a couple dollars on the game, you pay more attention and and your focus is there. And so my uncle and I started doing that together um, as a way to to learn more and kind of a bonding experience for us. And it just kind of grew into something bigger. Kate Cotswell joining us, the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline, hosts the Better Edge on the Odyssey app. Kate, I'm curious over the last, let's just say, five to seven years that daily fantasy has become so big in football. How have you seen where people are placing their wagers change? Is it is it still very traditional uh, in the legal states, which it isn't in Minnesota, but in the legal states going up and placing bets versus placing some of these bets online, daily fantasy, that sort of thing? No, it's a ton of daily fantasy, I think. And you have a lot of – there's a lot of different companies out there that – I mean, this is all legal. They're, they're legally able to kind of get around it, uh, the gambling aspect, by being daily fantasy. So you have, you know, the prize picks or all sorts of, of the over-under on the, the prop bets. So it's all mobile. It's everyone's doing the daily fantasy stuff. It's a way for states that aren't legal in the traditional gambling sense that people are able to, you know – take part in it so it's grown a ton it's only going to continue to grow both in fantasy and uh traditional sense and yeah we're kind of unless you're in las vegas we're kind of away from the going to the casino and going to the ticket counter and placing a bet it's all on your at the click of a button which uh makes it fun but also it could be a little scary so gamble responsibly everyone listening that's right I, Kate, I got a quickie for you here. Uh, the elephant in the room. How many times are we going to see Taylor Swift? <laughs> <laughs> I got an over-under of, of five. 
<laughs> oh, go way over. Take an all yeah, time go way over. Yeah, you imagine they're going to show her when she when she first gets to the game. Once Travis has his first catch, probably during the halftime show, as the game's close late, hopefully, and then after for sure. So that gets you five safe ones right there. There's there's going to be a couple more mixed in. That's awesome. Kate, uh, what are you looking at just to, to give our viewers, our listeners, something to take away today? Um, give us one football bet that you like that, that would be interesting for people to get in on and one kind of fun prop bet that you like that people could get in on. My favorite bet day for this game is Christian McCaffrey to score a first-half touchdown because an anytime touchdown, you're not getting great value, but you get around plus 140 for McCaffrey to find the end zone in the first half. He's done that a ton this season. So that one feels, if there's any bet that you could consider safe, it, that feels like it could be one. Uh, the Gatorade color is the other one that I love betting on each year. I'm going to go with clear or water this year uh, instead of an actual Gatorade color because we know that both – sidelines are going to have water at least and there's going to be water in those jugs at the end of the game so that's my my uh, fun bet i love that hey uh kate thank you so much great fun full circle moment to have you on with us today and you were such a great intern uh when i had the pleasure of getting to work with you years ago not surprised to see you having so much success in your career thanks for joining us i appreciate it good to chat with you thanks yeah thanks so much guys enjoy the game thank you thanks kate you too kate constable from the Better Edge on uh, on Odyssey, and uh, just some really fun stuff. So you got some stuff to take with you today for your Super Bowl party as well. If you're going to have uh, some fun little lines as we get there, we'll continue on the huddle. You're listening to eight three zero WCCO. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. I don't know. I'm also not a meteorologist, so I should preface that when I make these grand predictions about the weather. I think it's great. Oh, there's a big football game today. Super Bowl Sunday, the big game, the grand game. Forbes had a article this week ranking the best halftime shows. Excuse me, Billboard, wrong magazine. Why would Forbes do that? Billboard had the best halftime shows of all time. So I ask you, gentlemen, and and I'm just going to put a bullet here, bullet point. You can't say Prince. Everyone is going to say that's the number one show of all time. Okay? <laughs> Everyone says, especially in Minnesota, and you're not allowed to say anyone else other than Prince. So we'll just leave that there. So I'm going to ask you the second best <laughs> halftime show of all time, Peter. Can I give you a top four? Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> He's got to write I, it's a little bit more. I'm going to say uh, going up, Black Eyed Peas, I, I really enjoyed them. Thought that was fun. They had Slash really? get out there and play a little bit of Guns N' Roses kind of music. With Usher you might be the only one who loved that I know. I liked that one. <laughs> I liked Lady Gaga. I thought Britney yep. Spears with uh, Aerosmith was cool. They had NSYNC and all that kind of stuff. Thought Rolling Stones are great. Michael Jackson was phenomenal, I, th- yeah. I thought. Uh, but then, of course, it's Prince. Oh, wait a minute. I said it. Uh, but, but, you know, the... <laughs> 
What made it Prince number one for me wasn't just because he's a Minnesota guy, not just because he's the Central High School guy, but the rain, the conditions, and yeah. everything was awful. Everything was going against Prince, and, and he blew it out of the stadium. So mm-hmm. I think if you've seen the documentary and you, you listen to all the chatter and you see the actual rain, the monsoon that was happening, uh, that, and it just it went off like it was nothing. It was unreal. Charlie, you got one that you love other than I know you love Prince. Yeah, I mean the the answer is Prince, but if we're saying not Prince, uh, the, the Lady Gaga one does stand out. Beyonce had a wonderful one, but I'm going to throw a, a curveball here. If you've not seen this, if you've not watched this show, because I believe it got usurped during the actual Super Bowl, 1991, mm-hmm. the Walt Disney Company put on a tr- small world tribute to 25 years of the Super Bowl, a kid friendly halftime show, and it's one of the most surreal. Uh, really? uh, videos I've ever seen in my life. It is it is just bizarre what they were doing <laughs> for halftime shows. Now it was '93 when they kind of changed the format. Yeah. Um, after Michael know, Jackson, Michael Jackson, exactly. '93, Michael Jackson is when they kind of started the new format. They used to do just these crazy things, and '91 was I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's all of these kids in these big costumes, and they're singing weird songs and there's a a solo Wait and a it's second. very How old are you charlie it's very <laughs> desert storm-esque there's a lot were of you old enough to remember this absolutely not i've just seen the video okay, okay again okay. it wasn't on apparently it was not <laughs> I don't remember bro- well it wasn't actually broadcast it was usurped by like a message a message from the president or something uh, oh. during it because it was again it was desert during storm desert storm yep, yeah and, so there's yeah. a lot of that stuff going on so not a lot of people saw it absolutely surreal highly suggest finding a video of the 1991 Super Bowl halftime show can you, and giving it a watch. Can you imagine how angry the people at Disney were and w- when you put all that time and oh, money and, and effort to it? Oh, it was so it. much. I mean, the court halftime show. Thousands of kids. Oh, the yeah. The field, kids. And then they don't yeah. show it. Uh, for me, it was Michael Jackson in 93. I, I oh, was, it was. Oh. 14 years old. Like, MJ was in his prime. Like, it was just, it was great. I, I loved it. My my dark horse, and I and this is going to be polarizing, but I really liked it. Probably because I'm going to be 45 in two weeks. Hmm. Doctor Dre and Friends in 22. Oh my goodness! It was great. Oh, that was, and I'm a rap guy and all that. I thought it was was terrible. Doctor Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary (laughs) J. Blige, Eminem. Uh, It was awesome, and it was all like I I remember being at a party, and we're like, we know this stuff. Because, like, I'm at the point in my life now where, you know, the Saturday Night Live musical guest is brand new to me. I've never heard of them. This yeah. is kind of where I'm at. I, I don't necessarily know. <laughs> the other one that I really liked, which is not on any list that I could find, was The Weeknd. Remember when The Weeknd did it? I was going to say, yeah, nobody had mentioned that. I thought that was He had all good. those yeah, the mirrors. mirrors yeah. And, and it was really – it was very interesting production value because it not only made a good in-stadium experience, but it was also really cool to watch on television, which I think is, is harder to do than people – People know, you know, it's hard to to have both experiences mirror each other, which I thought that one did. Mm. Yeah, that was good. I thought you were going to go with U two. I didn't hear U two coming up. That I was, like U two also. Uh, Bruce Springsteen did a halftime show. Uh, we're not we're not feeling that. But I remember. Uh, I'm not feeling Bruce. Right. If I remember, and I love Bruce, but if I remember correctly, and that was '09, it was not like a great show. It was not. Like, I remember thinking like, oh, that was not his best show. So how about Rihanna? Yeah. Did you guys like Rihanna at all? Yeah, Last year, I, no. I mean, I think all of those, you know, mega women pop stars have put on good shows. I think Beyonce's, I think Lady Gaga's, Katy Perry had one that I thought was actually not that bad. 
uh, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. Yeah, they've oh, all. That was a good one. They've yeah. all put on <laughs> that. That I think has been the core of the great shows. Is is that kind of the, is, the all star yeah. pop female vocalists. Yeah. Hey, before we before we break down the game and get into our picks, uh, uh, next segment. I was reading an article this week that that suggests uh, that the NFL that there's a chance, and I don't know how much it is, but that there's a chance here that, and this was the Forbes magazine article, I believe, that um, the possibility of going to full-time streaming and the, and the NFL deciding to make you have to pay for the Super Bowl. Uh, this was from Front Office Sports. Take this week. For the first time, the NFL ecosphere is openly discussing whether the Super Bowl will eventually go behind a paywall. Mm-hmm. It's the elephant in the room. During Radio Row, people were talking about this. Uh, for decades, the NFL kept the big game and almost all of its inventory on free TV while boxing promoters embraced the riches generated by pay-per-view. Very interesting concept because boxing makes a ton, as does UFC, as does WWE. In my mind, Pete, none of those things are even close to the NFL. And I think if they do this, it's one of the and, – and we rake the NFL over the coals a lot. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that they've always – that they have done well is they have had the ability to market their game to the masses 365 days a year. Yes. If they put this behind a paywall, I truly believe it would be one of the biggest mistakes the NFL ever makes. Yeah, I would agree with you. From a financial standpoint, does it make sense to try it? Probably, but not. But here's the problem. If it's not a success for whatever the reason, maybe it's something that people just refuse to do. And think about this. I mean, it's kind of that whole thing about commercials and everything else, right? I mean, the commercials are what really makes it. So Mm -hmm. when when you do this, how are you going to do that? Is is that going to be a part of it? Have you paid to have commercials as well? I, you know, as you just said, Dave, the NFL is interesting because you had the Pro Bowl, you have the Super Bowl, you've got free agency in March, you've got the Combine in February, and you got the draft in April, and then you go right back to camp. So, the NFL has figured it out, and it's three sixty five. It it is it, it is never ending, and it's always interesting. But I I think that they might that would be a a point of greed that might really. Uh, not go over well with the fans. And well, that's it, who you'd be just, yeah, go ahead. In, interestingly enough, and, and you're right, I don't think it would go over, but I, I wonder, would you pay for the NFL? Would would our mm-hmm. listeners, it, if you had to pay a fee to get the Super Bowl <laughs> at your house, 30 bucks, 40 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever, you know, and I remember <laughs> when it was Tyson Holyfield, it was a $60 fight. That was a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Would you pay to watch the Super Bowl? 651-461-9226. Uh, give us a call on the WCCO talking text line. I, I think, you know what, as much as I, I hate it, I would either pay for it or go somewhere where I could pay for it as part of a party. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I just go, hey, I want to watch the Super Bowl. I think I'll pay, you know, $20 or $30 in my own home to watch it alone. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I, it, it's to me, and it's mentioned in this article, the, this, the term is flying too close to the sun, which is what I think you're saying too. Yeah. And I agree with you 100%. I, I, I don't think it would happen. Um, so let's take a break. We'll come back. Let, let's get our picks for today. Yeah. Oh, here's a good one. Don't forget Bruno Mars for the halftime show. His was remember, fun. Eh, it was fun. Bruno Mars. Yeah. Eh. That's my answer. Eh. Man, well, it, there you go. It's, it's more fun. of an eh, huh? Yeah, was, That's about as much fun. as you're going to get out of Charlie. <laughs> eh. Eh. It was fun. All right. I'm, let's take a break. I want to go watch that Disney video. I'm going to go find it. Yeah, I'm I'm I'll, see I'll, I'll send it your way. 
All right, we'll take a break, come back, wrap up the huddle. You're listening to A3OWCCO. Wow. I'm watching this halftime video yeah, that you sent me. enchanted, I know. Super Bowl 25 halftime show featuring the new kids on the block uh, and, and some other. I, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Bizarre would it's, be a word I would use. Well, Surreal. I mean, that was those were the times. Right? That was that was the time we were in. We were we we're in the in the throes of uh, desert storm, and um, yeah, interesting. It gets more bizarre. You can keep. It's like fourteen minutes long. You'll well, have the to kid with the weird this. bowl cut singing is a really interesting. But to his credit, he's clearly actually singing. Oh, he was belting it out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, good for him. Yeah, you got to watch the rest when we get off. Uh, when we I get will. Off air here. I will. All right, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, we've only <laughs> had one mention of Taylor Swift, which I, I just think is a victory for all of us. Yes. Um, I, I would, if we set the over under at five, which is what I think the line is for Taylor Swift yeah. visuals of Taylor Swift today, what are you taking? I mean, I think it's so far over. I'm going over for sure. Yeah, <laughs> probably over. Charlie, I don't, over and it doesn't bother me. Who cares? Oh, it doesn't bother Who me at cares? all. Listen. I got in this conversation with, with someone this week. If, if indeed, and, and yes, they are in a relationship, but if for some reason they actually weren't, and this was just some publicity stunt for the NFL, okay, it's brilliant. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like the NFL she has generated publicity. It's not a publicity stunt, no. but if it was, it's brilliant. She's generated <laughs> so much interest. My daughter knows who Travis Kelsey is. She yeah. does not know football. She doesn't care about football. She cares about Taylor Swift, and she knows who he is, and she knows what position he plays and what number he wears, which is pretty dang impressive. Anyway, I well, have and the female audience size has yeah. just gone up at an astronomical level. It's it's unbelievable. So yeah, it it's all worked out one way or the other, whether you hate it or love it or not or whatever or don't I, like. I don't it or understand love it. why. I, I know I'm with you. There's I don't a lot understand of hate why, out there. <laughs> why people hate it. It, yeah. it doesn't change the game. And oh, no. we just want to watch football. What the bull? Okay, <laughs> like if that was true, then you wouldn't be staring at her every time she gets on the screen. So give me a break, uh, Pete. L- let's talk. This is a one, about a one and a half point spread on this one today. Yep. It, it is very very close. It's a coin flip for these two teams. I think experience makes a big difference. Uh, yep. I happen to think the Chiefs will win. I would rather see the 49ers win. But I think the Chiefs will win, and I do think it'll be probably within a touchdown or two. What do you think? You know, I've gone back and forth probably like everybody else. I mean, we were all talking about betting lines and all these other things. They've gone back and forth and, and whatever. And it's, you know, it's it's really gotten to the point now where it's a coin flip, right? But for me, what I really like about the 49ers, why I give them a little bit of an edge, even though much of the team is a team that has not been to the Super Bowl, Um I just think that there are the pieces that that give them an opportunity. I think both teams have good defenses. I think San Francisco's is better, personally. I, I think they both have good tight ends. I personally am one guy who thinks Kittle is better than Kelsey. I know that's sacrilege. The, How can you days. say that? Yeah, I can't. Here, here's a funny thing. So what do the numbers really look like between these two guys? Well, Kittle had 90 targets. Uh, Kelsey had 121. And Kittle has more yards than Kelsey. And more touchdowns than Kelsey. But nobody ever wants to pay attention to that. Um, The other thing is this. I think McCaffrey, and you said it earlier, Dave, I think he's the best running back in football. I think he might be the best player in the NFL. So it's tough for me to say, 
when you've got two quarterbacks that have played, obviously Mahomes gets the advantage. He's got the experience. He's got all those kind of things. But in terms of this year, pretty even Steven, right? Give or take. Mm -hmm. And then I look over at the running game. McCaffrey's special. And if he gets an opportunity and takes advantage of it early, and you guys are talking about a potential, I think it was, uh, Kate was talking about a, a score in the first half. Yeah. I just find that guy to be just an amazing teammate, player, everything. I mean, athlete, you name it. What he's done this year, the guy has 21 touchdowns. I, you know, it's, it's, he's got 2,000 yards total. So he is a special, special player that, that I don't think Kansas City has somebody like him. And truly, the reason why the 49ers probably could have, and, and I say this just to speculate, but I think they could be here whether without Brock Purdy. I mean, he's played well, but he, he's largely a game manager in, in, in the postseason. He reminds me a lot of when the Ravens won the Super Bowl and Trent Dilfer was their quarterback. Trent Dilfer was not a good quarterback. That defense was incredible. It, yeah. it was, it, they were able to get there, and he was just, you know, he was just able to do enough, which is what I kind of see as Brock Purdy's role. He can do just enough to let Debo do his work, to let the defense do their work, to let Christian McCaffrey, you know, do his work. And and that's I think it's enough. So I, I but I do still think that when it comes down to it, experience matters and I think that um it, Pat Mahomes is just incredible. You you talked a little bit about his his numbers earlier and I mean we're you're comparing him to Tom Brady because he's the best uh, that has ever played, I think, Brady the, at the position. But the numbers that Kels that uh, excuse me that um, uh, Mahomes, Mahomes has put up is is right on par with it, and that's incredible. I mean that that's very impressive. So, um, really quickly, we got got a couple great texts here into the cities on plumbing talking tech. Uh, city, excuse me, the WCCO talking text line. Uh, we asked, uh, would you pay to watch the Super Bowl if they decide yeah. to go to a paywall? Um, no way. As the NFL is a nonprofit, they have absolutely no reason for charging more to watch the Super Bowl. They already make billions of dollars. Yes, the NFL is technically a nonprofit. I also have a bridge to sell you. <laughs> if you really believe that that's an, it's true because I've gone th like it's actually true. They are actually a nonprofit, but nonetheless, uh, I, um, Marie says I would definitely not pay for it. Grossly overrated. Pay to watch the Super Bowl on television? No way. Uh, so someone else says, could you imagine what the halftime ratings would be for Taylor Swift? Yeah. Taylor doesn't want it. They, you know, speaking of greedy NFL, they don't pay for the halftime shows. They don't. No, they don't pay the artists. Well, and it's all for, she exposure. doesn't want to work. She just no. wants to watch the game and have Jason pound beers the entire game in the suite. With Talk her. about somebody that doesn't need exposure. Uh, yeah, that's a good yeah, usher coming. Yeah. Back. She doesn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is my favorite text of the day. I don't. I, I apologize. Didn't leave their name. Uh, Kelsey just dumped Taylor Swift. Ushers out. She's in for halftime, singing her new song. Travis scorned me. <laughs> That's fantastic. My daughter. My daughter asked me this week. She said, "What do you think the next song Taylor Swift's gonna is gonna sing?" I said, "Probably the one she writes after her and Travis Kelsey break up." They're not breaking up, Dad. <laughs> there you go. All right. Oh, there's your. Fun. Your your uh, all right. So score predictions, picks. picks, picks do it. Come on. What do you got, Pete? I got the 49ers are going to beat them 27-21. 27-21, San Fran says Pete. What do you got, Charlie? Uh, I'm going to go with Mahomes until he gives me a reason not to. We're going to go 35-27. <laughs> all right, uh, that's, that's a good one. I like that. 
Uh, I am also going to go Kansas City, and I'm going to say I'm going to go with let's see, let's go thirty-one. I'll go thirty-one twenty-four Kansas City. Twenty-four. Okay. Thirty-one twenty-four. So I'm the only niner here, huh? Well, somebody's going to be niner. wrong. Somebody's going to be wrong. But you know more about football than both no, of I, us. So <laughs> no, I don't know. All right, here we go. All right, everybody, have a great Super Bowl Sunday. Enjoy your week. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.